This Super Bowl 58 Underdog Fantasy Picks Special Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter our Super Bowl 58 props contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl pops props for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Today, we find ourselves prepping for the biggest game in my life in the last couple of years. And- Daytona 500? Yes, let's go. God, Cody, oh, not there yet. Not there yet. Come on. That's next week. Okay. That's next I'm getting week. a little bit ahead of myself. Yeah. Unfortunately, our Super Bowl is still a week away. However... There is another Super Bowl going on for a sport that uh, a lot of people follow, and that, of course, is the Super Bowl for the NFL. Chiefs, Niners, squaring up in Las Vegas. Whoever wins, Vegas fans are not going to be too thrilled about it anyways because uh, if Kansas City wins the Super Bowl in, in Las Vegas territory, that's probably not good for Vegas. And then, you know, if the hated former Bay Area cousins win the first Super Bowl in the the Vegas territory. What can you do? But uh, yeah, we are talking Super Bowl props, uh, Super Bowl underdog picks rather this uh, this day, and and we're going to give you some of our favorite ones because we're still kind of waiting for underdog to give us the uh, the Daytona 500 picks, but we'll get there. We'll get there, Cody. Yeah, they'll have them up. They, I mean, they were on it with the Clash last week. Uh, you know, we had we had those going into the weekend. And I would have, you know, maybe even next week we'll have all three series on there. Uh, they they did that last year with with Trucks Xfinity as well. We'll definitely have some underdog talk next week for the Daytona 500. We're hoping to be able to cross sport them for this episode, but not up yet. But that's all right. They're uh, they're cooking up those good lines, giving giving you the best the best options. So we'll give them a break there. But it's the Super Bowl, man. How how do we go without talking about the Super Bowl? Your team, the San Francisco 49ers, is in it, of course. We both are huge football guys. We love football just as much as we love racing. Uh, and so if we get a free chance to talk about it, why not? Of course, we gave out our, our favorite props, our favorite uh, picks yesterday. We gave out our game picks at the end as well uh, and which way we're going when it comes to betting. Cross those over with some Daytona 500 uh, props, which is pretty fun to have the uh, the crossover opportunity there. So Excited to get into the the underdog picks this this week for uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, the underdog or the uh, the parlays, right? Our our Super Bowl parlays between the Daytona 500 and the Super Bowl. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then, of course, again, like go back and listen because I started out in in sort of a direction, and then all of a sudden, like as I was picking, uh, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna make these. I'm gonna make these a little fun. So go find out how I made them fun uh, in that episode. That's a lot of a lot of good stuff. A lot of good, huge numbered parlays over in that one too yeah. Yeah, we got some dgens only action which was uh which is always a fun time yeah a five dollar bet can buy you steak for the year so 
you're Absolutely. you're good. Uh, I love that. Uh, all right, again, this is the NASCAR. We get it, and and if you don't, you know, really enjoy the Super Bowl, that's that's fine. Who doesn't but, enjoy? Even if you're not a big football fan, everybody enjoys the Super Bowl. Come on. And if nothing else, listen, this will be if you if you don't really watch football. Sorry, first and foremost. Second of all, if you do go to a Super Bowl party, at least you can give, you know, we'll give you something to talk about. You'll be like, oh, yeah, Brock yeah. Purdy. I remember Cody and Ron talking about Brock Purdy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. see, take notes from this. You uh, you sign up over at Underdog with the, the race SGPN promo code. You can show all your friends be like, oh, yeah, look at this. Look at this really cool, you know, six-legger I got over here on an Underdog. We're going to smash these. And then you can just regurgitate our lines for, for why you love certain players to hit certain things. It's uh, we're here for you guys. Yes, we are. Uh, speaking of of loving certain things, we do have one piece of of news to bring you, uh, and it involves one of the drivers we love to watch. Found himself a new home in the truck series. Cody, who is now going to be a full time truck driver? Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know it, it's uh, it wouldn't be a, a true NASCAR episode without touching on some NASCAR news. And as we were talking about before the show kind of been a slow week there's been some sponsorship announcements and stuff but nothing crazy big um but one big piece of news today and kind of interesting on the timing like why it took this long to get this deal in place or what the deal was nobody really knows but spire motorsports announced today they will field another truck it's going to be a full-time truck it's going to be the number 71 um and it's gonna be raja karuth which is is a big signing um 10 races of this truck is going to be sponsored by hendrickcars.com of course, Rick Hendricks, you know, online car buying company or whatever. Um, and that's a huge deal. Raja is a guy that is clearly in the eye. You know, he's caught Rick Hendricks' eye, which if you can do that, that's uh, a pretty big uh, accomplishment in and of itself. He, of course, ran full-time last season um, with GMS. GMS disbanded after the year, you know, sold off their assets and stuff. And so Raja had been kind of just hanging out without a ride. Um, so we don't know how long they've been working on this deal. Been a lot of rumors he's going to run some Xfinity in the 17 car for Hendrick as well. So I wouldn't be shocked to see that announced at a later point. Um, I've seen some stuff that maybe the Junior Motorsports 88 car will be up to like 15 races this year. So maybe he gets in that a few times. Um, they, I think they are obviously getting some sponsorship deals and whatnot done. If they're if they're going to field it that many times, it's directly linked to sponsorship, basically. So um, interesting. But so Spire will have three cars now. Um, they'll have Chase Purdy in the 77 car, of course, full-time. Raja now in the 71 full-time. The other truck will be the 7 truck. That'll be the rotator slash all-star truck. Um, it's assumed Kyle Busch is going to run five races. That's what he had mentioned when he sold KBM to Spire, of course, that he would still be back to run his five races, so you would think that. Uh, last year in the Spire truck, we saw, was it William Byron? Kyle, Kyle Larson. Larson got in there for a race. I believe Elliott was scheduled to run a race, but uh, didn't because of the injury thing, obviously. Uh, and Bowman might, they might have all four been scheduled at one point, but Elliot and Bowman, I think, missed out because of their injuries. But um, yeah, so interesting, um, you know, that it took this long. It's kind of, we're real cutting it close, real close to the season here. But good to see Raja land on his feet uh, with a good opportunity here. I think that this is a solid opportunity for him. He's a guy we saw last year a lot of potential in, right? And there was a lot of, a lot of speed, a lot of good runs. Didn't always finish. I think that's has been the biggest thing so far is, you know, he makes the mistakes or or probably, you know, squeezes it in there a little too hard. And, and you know, when he shouldn't, maybe be more patient. So I, I think we'll see that. Um, our buddy Stephen Williams in the chat, probably a dumb question. Who is Wendell Scott? Uh, so Roger Carruth gets a lot of uh, sponsorship from the Wendell Scott Foundation. Wendell Scott, of course, the first uh, African-American NASCAR driver to win a race, I believe. Um, you know, at least in the modern era, there might have been some back in like the way early days, but at least in the more, you know, recent area. Um, so, but yeah, there's a Wendell Scott Foundation is out there. They're a big sponsor of his. I believe they'll be on this truck. I don't think that's been officially announced, but they'll likely be with him as well. So, uh, yeah, this is a good opportunity for Raja. Again, a lot of talent, still pretty raw, I think. But, uh, and you got to wonder too, you know, with if Mr. H has his eye on him. Do they field a full-time Xfinity car in the next couple of seasons for him? You know, if he gets to Cup eventually, do they stick him on a Spire team? You know, this Spire could be the track to get to the Cup Series. You know, is he start with Spire and waiting for Kyle Larson to decide to hang it up early because he wants to dirt race? Is Alex Bowman out the door after a couple of years? I mean, 
the Hendrick lineup is pretty secure for the next few years, I think, but uh, potentially down the road could be could be a deal. So good to see for Raja. I think he'll be a guy that uh, hopefully early in the season, they'll kind of sleep on him a little bit. Might be a really good top five guy that we could kind of target or or to win some groups or something. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to sleep on him. Obviously, they're just going to look at what was going on. He's a talented driver, but like you said, the finishes weren't necessarily there. So exciting news for him and uh, and Ray, the future of Hendrick. We'll, we'll see how this all pans out uh, as we go along. So, Steve, Steven, real quick, I know we got to get to our break, but Raja attended his first NASCAR race the year he retired from the Marine Corps. Uh, he is young. He actually got into racing. Cool story, real quick. Because of the movie Cars, Rod. So Ooh. the movie Cars is what got him excited about racing. And look where he is today, driving with Mr. H's uh, company on, on the side. So there you go. Kachinga, Kachinga, <laughs> Kachinga. All right, we'll be back. And we're going to give you some of our Super Bowl picks. But let me tell you first about DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. We are still looking at Super Bowl lines because... I tell you, that's the big elephant in the room, so we might as well uh, go with those lines as well. If you want to know what to bet on uh, and what's out there, San Francisco's still two-point favorites over the Chiefs at minus 102 and the Chiefs at plus two at minus 118. You want the over-under on this one? 47.5 is what it's set at. And, of course, the Niners' money line at minus 122, the Chiefs at plus 102. Make sure you're heading down to DraftKings to get in on this action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We about to give you a ton of underdog fantasy plays, and you're going to make sure to listen to all of them because underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, NASCAR, F1, doesn't matter. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite player's fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. We're full of spicy plays, so hang tight for all of those. Watch along, make your picks. Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code RACESGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code RACESGPN. Well, Cody, as I promised, we are going to give you the underdog plays that we have, the underdog picks that we like for the Super Bowl. Again, we wish we could give you some NASCAR, but you know what? That's fine. They did that so we could have an entire underdog episode next week for the 500, right? Bingo. That's exactly the plan. We will definitely have underdog picks next week. Oh, next week, so loaded with NASCAR. It's going to be so beautiful. We'll have all three series to pick. You know, if they're offering anything when it comes to the duels, we'll have that. Might even have an opportunity to actually build some Millie Maker lineups after the duels since the lineup will be set early. Oh, baby, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, Nick Fortune in the chat as well says, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go, Rod. Should we get into our uh, our Super Bowl underdog picks? Please do. Let's, let's get into them. All right. Uh, first up for me. Since you stole the one that I was going to use, <laughs> I had to to pivot immediately. Rod beat me to the dock this time. I get in there. I had one circle that I loved. Of course, Rod already had it, so uh, had to make a pivot, but that's okay. Talked about this guy yesterday. Uh, really big on Patrick Mahomes to get higher than 26.5 rushing yards. Uh, look, dude's a baller. He's going to scramble, um, and he's going to make plays happen. That's what he does. He's good at it. He's got three Super Bowls under his belt now, uh, 29 yards against the 49ers. What I forgot to mention yesterday, that was after he had, remember when he had like those ridiculous kneels too at the end of that game and lost like 20 yards rushing, still ended up with 29. So 
you know, hopefully that doesn't happen again and burn us here, but did still get uh, the higher than this number anyways. So you had 29 uh, in that one, 33 uh, rushing yards against the Buccaneers in that Super Bowl, and then 44 yards last year. Uh, kind of the progression as he's lost more offensive weapons, no Tyreek Hill, things are getting a little rougher. He's running some more, right? So um, I, I think that's really good. You know, you go back to the, the first week of the playoffs in the wild card game uh, against the Dolphins. He had 41 that day, um, and he hit this number in eight regular season games. He doesn't mind running, and then you put him in the biggest spot under the biggest lights. We've all seen it, right? He drops back. Oh, he's getting sacked. Holy shit, how'd he get out of that? He runs 45 yards left to right in the backfield and then still runs another 10 yards forward and, and gets the yards for you. Patrick Mahomes is going to get the yards. And I think whether they win or lose this game, maybe even more so if they lose the game, he's going to get this yards because he's going to be giving it his all. We know we're going to get that from Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes higher than 26.5 rushing yards is, is my first underdog play uh, on the board here. And a guy like Mahomes can get this on one scramble. I mean, it's not; it wouldn't yes. be unheard of for him to be able to just bust one loose and and really and and he's going to be running for his life. I mean, you've got Bosa, you've got Chase, you've got Greenlaw, you've got yeah. all of these fantastic weapons on defense for San Francisco, and they're going to be coming for him because they know that if you take Mahomes out of his rhythm, if you take Mahomes out of his game. That is the way that you stop this offense. Pacheco's going to do good things for for Pacheco's sake, but. This whole offense is predicated on Mahomes being able to to use his weapons. And if you give don't give him time to use his weapons, and if you chase him out of the pocket, I mean, yeah, he's probably going to get his scrambling yards, but you're not going to win the game if you get him out of his rhythm and out of the pocket. So uh, I'll take you on this one because, again, like I said, this could happen in one rush. So uh, I like yeah. that. And like Steven says, you know, if San Francisco D gives Kelsey and Rice the attention they deserve because you're going to have to stop those guys. I mean, Kelsey will absolutely destroy you if you let him. You might have to double team him, and that's going to open that up for Mahomes, give him that opportunity to scramble. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things on the board this week, and love the the low number that underdog is giving you. Uh, me too. And so Nick Fortune also says he'll go with Brock freaking Purdy over <laughs> uh, rushing yards twelve and a half. Well, let's tell you what. Let's uh, let's do this. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy as well, and this is the one this that is, Cody really this wanted. Is the one. Uh, <laughs> but Cody, uh, this one. Uh, so. If if Brock goes with more than 12 and a half rushing yards, he's probably going to do it on a few scrambles, right? Well, Underdog's giving us three attempts, three rushing attempts for Brock Purdy. I'm going to take the higher then on this one for sure. Listen, over the last couple of games, he has done exactly that. Five rushing attempts against the Lions, six rushing attempts against the Packers. He didn't do it in any of the last two regular season games, uh, but he's done it a, a couple more times since then. He did it three times against Seattle, four times against Tampa, six against Cincinnati, five against Minnesota, um, and four against the Giants. So, He's not a guy that's going to pull the ball and take it down like uh, like any of these other Russian quarterbacks do. But he's a guy who also knows how to sort of escape the pocket when need be. And Chris Jones is a big, big guy. He's going to be barreling down on Chase Purdy. So I think Purdy's going to need to to step away a couple of times. And like I said, he's not afraid to pull it down. Five for 48 against the Lions. That's a hell of a total, right? And that's because he was able to sort of maneuver his way through the pocket. And that's sort of an underrated part of his game is the ability to kind of maneuver around the pocket and find the open spot. And if sometimes that means pulling it down, that means pulling it down. What have quarterbacks done rushing-wise against the Chiefs over the last few weeks? Well, Lamar did it eight times against them, no, but that's Lamar. Uh, Josh Allen did it 12 against them. Okay, but that's Josh Allen. Tua actually did it three times. Tua's not a scrambler. Tua did it. Easton Stick, 13 carries for 77 yards. Jake Browning, seven carries for 32 yards. Aiden O'Connell, four carries for minus four yards, but still four carries for Aiden O'Connell. That's the good thing is it doesn't matter if it's minus yards. Exactly. It just means it just means rushing attempts. So again, I think this is a number that Brock Purdy can get to, and I'm, I'm fully confident taking Brock Purdy more than three rushing attempts uh, for this. And, and the pick. part you didn't even cover, Rod, if the 49ers win this game, there's three potential kneel downs at the end of this game. If he has one scramble during the game and the 49ers win and they end the game with three kneel downs, then you hit it because that's they count as rushing attempts, as we know. So it's a beautiful that's thing. That's uh, you know, a little little way to backdoor it if you need to. Um yeah. So I I yeah, I, I really wanted this one. I love this play. Three is just it's such a low number. He's 
they're going to get pressure on him. His Chiefs defense is really tough. Uh, they're going to get after him. They're going to put pressure on him. Uh, again, talk about the plethora of weapons to guard. <laughs> they're going to be busy with Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle, CMC, Juszczyk. They're going to be busy with all these guys. It's going to give Purdy some opportunities to run. So I fully, fully back you on that one. Indeed. Steve, I see you in the chat. Hang tight on that. I've got something to say about that one uh, as well. But first, I want to tell you and invite you to play our Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. $1,000. Winner takes all. It's free to enter. I know it's a steep price to pay, but... For your shot to win a thousand bucks, you definitely should pay up. You pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58, and you got a shot of winning a thousand bucks. Go enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or use the link in the SGPN app to get going. We're giving you some good numbers right now. You could probably toss those in there as well. So uh, 58 props for Super Bowl 58. Win yourself a thousand dollars. Ready, set, go do it. Let's talk about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer -peer social betting is new, and it's a better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on not just sports, but politics, pop culture, other events with verifiable outcomes. It's tons of fun. Got social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. And Cut also offers the lowest VIG and fully customizable odds, which means you can create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, too, so you never have to chase anyone down for money, their social features, group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head -head history, user profiles, fan groups, and so much more. Last but not least, rewards. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet, so it's perfect for getting action in on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus buying tickets sucks flat out 100% end of story <sighs> but it's all right because all that stress and all of that anxiety over buying tickets last minute wondering if they're going to come in the mail for you uh, whether or not you're going to get a good seat all that has gone away thanks to game time game time is not only going to take away all of the stress of buying tickets last minute by giving you the best prices on all those last minute tickets but they're also going to give you the game time guarantee that all those tickets that you buy are going to be authentic and on time delivered straight to your phone no waiting by the mailbox to make sure that those things come to you so you never miss it and if you're scared about what kind of seat you're going to get you're going to get a picture right from the seat that you're about to sit in they're going to give you a picture so you can know exactly what you're looking at as you are enjoying the concert or comedy event or whatever it is that you just bought tickets for so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account use code cfbx for 20 dollars off of your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Okay, Cody, where are we going next with our underdog picks? Next up, we're going over to Taylor Swift. I mean, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Got to get in on him, of course. I hate how popular it is for everyone, but this dude just dominates, and like, he's, he's going to be so freaking hard to stop. I think he's going to get his in this game. Underdog has him at 74.5 receiving yards. Of course, I'm going to take the higher on this. Um, you go back and you look at the first Super Bowl they played in the 49ers did hold them to 43 yards. So that is notable. But since then in the game, they lost to the Buccaneers 133 yards. So Rod, if you think they're going to lose this game, maybe Kelsey still gets his last year against the Eagles 81. So he's two for three on hitting this in the Super Bowls they've played in here recently. Um, go back to the AFC championship game. 11 targets, 11 catches, 116 yards. He is tough to stop. He's going to get his. And that Baltimore defense, not something to, to sneeze at, right? They were a tough defense. Kelsey still tore them apart because he's one of the greatest tight ends in NFL history. We all know this. You go back uh, to the other playoff games, 75 against Buffalo, 71 against Miami. Um, earlier this season, 179 yards against the Chargers. 120 not or 124 yards against Denver earlier in the season. Kelsey can get it done. Um, and you know, he's he's really good at having the big plays. He doesn't necessarily have to have a ton of catches, although I think he will have a ton of catches as well. Um, but he gets it done again. 
you get to these big games and you've got these big game players. We know Patrick Mahomes is that guy. We know Travis Kelsey is that guy. The spotlight's on him even more. Taylor's going to be up there in the box watching him. He wants to show off. He wants to do the hard hands for all the Swifties at the Super Bowl. We know the whole deal, right? He's going to show up. They're going to hyper-target him. He's going to get his. Um, and I think that he'll go over this number. Uh, I think it's 74.5. It's just not high enough. I don't know that you can set it high enough because I think he's going to go off and get his, at least get to 80 yards. I wouldn't be shocked to see a 120, 140 game out of Kelsey. Um, I think that he's going to be the main player in this. But it comes to the Chiefs receiving game. So give me Travis Kelsey, higher than 74.5 yards. And honestly, outside of Rasheed Rice, it's it. This has got to be Travis Kelsey's game. Yeah, when it gets the the lights get the brightest, that's when the stars have to shine, uh, and, and that's when Travis Kelsey has to do what Travis Travis Kelsey does. There's just no way to bet anything against him or to or to take any of the lower thans because he's so. The thing about Travis Kelsey is, if you take lower than, you're really just taking matters into your own hand or your life in your own hands because that dude can blow up at any time. Right, so I'd rather be wrong, assuming that he's going to do better than the number, than than be wrong and have him have a quiet game. You know, I that's fine. If he has a quiet game, then that's on me. But the potential is always there for Travis Kelsey to have a, a big, big game. Yeah, and like Steven says in the chat, if you think San Francisco wins, you have to go over on Mahomes passing. You have to go over on Kelsey receptions because if the Chiefs get down, I think the Chiefs do want to run the game and, and try to control it. But if this turns into any type of shootout or they get down. It is going to be Mahomes to Kelsey, and he'll just throw him the ball over the middle, double coverage every time. It doesn't matter. 25 catches later, he'll hit this number, and and you'll be fine. So um, I think, and even you know, and, and I think that's the route for them to win too is is for Kelsey to be big. So I think you're pretty safe either way. Um, so yeah, I, I like playing uh, playing the over there. Me too. Uh, all right. Here comes Steven's uh, comment. Mitchell's rushing is at three and a half. Uh, CMC has to get a breather or Mitchell as a setup man before CMC takes it the rest of the way. My next underdog pick is Elijah Mitchell, uh, but his line or his number on, on underdog is four and a half yards rushing. So a yard more than that. But I, I concur with all of your logic, Steven. I, I believe that Elijah Mitchell does need to get in there. I know they're going to give Christian McCaffrey his play. You know, the the entire world knows that Christian McCaffrey is going to get all of the touches that he's regularly going to get, and then probably then some. But uh, he does have to come off the field every once in a while. He doesn't do it very often, but he'll do it enough. Uh, last week against the Lions, Elijah Mitchell, four carries for seven yards. Um, but look, in spot work, too, in relief of Christian McCaffrey, right? Elijah Mitchell, 14 for 52 against the Rams. 17 for 80 against the Commanders. And even when he's not necessarily in there as a lead back, 3 for 13 against the Eagles, 7 for 39 against the the Seahawks, 4 for 24 against Tampa, 8 for 23. Look, just to sum it up, his his average yards per carry so far this season, 3.7 yards per carry during the regular season, which means all he needs to do is carry the ball twice. And he's got this. If he if he hits his average, all he's got, and even if he doesn't hit his average, look, all he's got to get is what three yards and three yards, or, or two and a half and two and a half, and and hit this mark. So, um, two poor carries for for Elijah Mitchell will still get him higher than this number. So for me, this is going to be all hands on deck, right? All hands on deck. And I agree with you, Stephen. Three three and a half is flat out disrespectful, and that's fine. Uh, we'll take advantage of that. That's 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 where we get to take a, a sharp look at the books because or, or even on underdog and and, and kind of grab that because yeah Elijah Mitchell should get two good carries and two good carries for him means about eight yards so yeah give me the higher than four and a half yards for Elijah Mitchell yeah I yeah I don't understand how it's so low I I know Christian McCaffrey is going to get a lot of work but he's gonna need a breather especially if he rips a long one right you're going to take it, you know, take him out for a minute, you know, throw Mitchell in there for a play, run it up the middle, and then bring CMC back in. That happens twice, and you get to this number. CMC is a fragile guy in the past. I don't want to wish anything to happen, but Mitchell's there if he needs to be there. So I, I just, when I saw this in the doc, I, I had to go double check and make sure you didn't have a typo. And it wasn't supposed to be like 14 points. I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, no, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's this low. So this is another one that I think is, uh, 
is a really good one to highlight, and, and I'm glad you did so. Yeah, and I mean, look, this is this is the deepest run that McCaffrey's ever made as a, as a pro, right? I mean, he he never got he didn't get to the Super Bowl with with the Panthers. Um, well, they're the Panthers. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the Panthers did make the Super. Well, Bowl. Well, I but, guess they did get to a Super Bowl. Uh, but did he actually make it with the with them? What I don't think he there? was on the team yet. That was uh, I, oh, he is at three, he's at three point five on underdog, Rob. Oh, they moved it. Oh, snag that uh, yeah. for sure. I'm seeing 3.5, so we're going to change the official official play. Yeah, to, uh, good. Because yeah. when I grabbed it, it was yeah. four four and a half. So oh. uh. you, you moved the line the other way. That's I weird, did. But. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, okay. 3.5 for Mitchell. Oh, then definitely take it. Definitely take it. <laughs> also, sorry, Nick. Don't you put that evil on my team. He says, Seriously. don't say anything. I didn't say he was going to get hurt. I would never say that. I just said he's done so in the past. That's it. Well, yeah, let's stating the facts. That's what we do here. Yes, that is what we do here. (laughs) And what we also do here is tell you about our fun sponsors, just like Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by expected probability and for the entire parlay. Uh, Sort all players by hit rate to learn any... uh, To learn... Which bets are which players are hot and which picks have value? Stop betting in the dark. Join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get fifty percent off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Cody, where are we going next for our next underdog pick? You know, if I could figure out how to do this right, it would have been a lot smoother. But I did want to tell you about the uh, Daytona 500 Ooh, contest yes. as well. Uh, we're running that, of course, for next week's Daytona 500. Super simple. All you got to do, Rod, pick the winner. That is basically it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, click on the form. It's in our pinned tweet. It's in our pinned Facebook post, uh, both, you know, at NASCAR Gambling for, for Twitter and the Facebook. You can find it there. We can drop it to you in the Discord if you're looking for it as well. Um, yeah, again, all you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, pick the winner, put your name in there so we can contact you when you win hundred dollars and a hundred dollar SGPN merch store gift card to the contest winner. I'm so excited about this. This is going to be fun. I mean, again, it's, it's anything to do with the Daytona 500. It's, it's always fun. And I mean, I know we never really get a chance to catch our breath after Daytona because that's when the season starts. This is not like the Super Bowl where it ends. Uh, but we definitely don't have to uh, have time to catch our breath because we go straight to Atlanta right after that. That's another Super Speedway event. So, yes. Oh, beautiful. Corey LaJoy starts the season off with back-to-back wins. My goodness, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right, Cody, what's next? Next up for me, Rod. Underdog has these spicy plays. I love them. This one gets you a 2.5 multiplier. MVS is another guy that I'm looking at to show up big in this game. You can get his rushing and receiving higher than 39.5. I think this is a pretty solid number, right? It's kind of like like if you're laddering his number up, obviously. That's why you're getting the 2.5, which I like. I think MVS is going to go off. Go back to the AFC Championship game. He had 38 yards, so just underneath of this. Um, but you go back against the Bills the week before, 62 yards. Rod, in the regular season, he averaged 15 yards per catch. We talked about this yesterday when we gave out the props. He can go big plays, right? Big plays are his thing. He can hit this in one play. Um, I think it's nice that they put the rushing part on there. Doesn't usually get a lot of rushes, but they're tossing it in there just in case. Sure, he could go for a jet sweep for negative yards, but he the few times he has rushed, hasn't. And I think that you know they could easily run a play that's in the backfield. He takes off, gets 40 yards there. You don't have to worry about, oh, shit, it was on the, it was on the ground, not through the air, because you're getting both covered here. So I think that's a great thing. Uh, you go back to last year's Super Bowl. He did, actually didn't have any catches, only one target in the game. Um, and so I think that could play positive into his favor, though, because maybe they don't game plan as much like, they didn't use him last year. I think he's going to kind of be that sneaky guy. I think Kelsey's going to get the attention. I think Rasheed Rice, and, and we've seen the rookies kind of make some mistakes for some of these teams, right? Flowers maybe cost his team a chance. Gibbs maybe cost his team a chance. Can you really trust the rookies in these spots? 
You go back to the AFC Championship game last season, six catches, 116 yards. I think we could see that type of performance uh, from MVS this weekend. Um, and then the last time they played the San Francisco 49ers in an ass-whooping last season, three catches Rod was all he had, 111 yards. Absolutely destroyed the 49ers when they played last season. So MVS, it's that spicy multiplier of 2.5 rushing and receiving yards higher than 39.5 love mvs i got uh i've been building of course you know dk lineups all week got him in a couple of captain spots trying to trying to take down a big one so i think he could be a, a big difference maker in this game and honestly they have to get i mean look I, I said it earlier i was like they only have kelsey and it's true but they have to get other people involved and mvs is one of those guys that has been well, when he came from Green Bay, everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's a good, that's a good get for Kansas City. They're going to make him so much better. And then it just sort of, I mean, it, it's way more miss than hit for MVS. And so, but when he hits, I mean, like yeah, you said, he hits big. Yeah, he, it could be like last Super Bowl where he gets one, tar one target, he doesn't catch it, and, and he doesn't get any yards. Or he gets three catches and goes for 111 yards. I mean, it is that big of a swing, but I think that's why, you know, kind of getting a bigger number on him, like if you're going to take a number on him, why not have the multiplied number that's bigger because he's either not getting anything or he's getting a lot is most likely. Of course, last week he got the 38, so it was kind of in the middle, but uh, it, more than not, he's going to go off when he goes off. He had a big NFC championship game with Green Bay a couple of years ago when they lost to uh, Tampa Bay when when Brady made the super, that final Super Bowl. I think he was like 100. I don't have that one written down, but I think it was like 138 yards that day. It was a big day. He can show up in these big games. Um, Steven says, Hopefully he has a handler keeping him away from uh, the butter bucket. It worked last game. And like, that's the thing too. You can't trust McCole Hardman. I don't think, I mean, look at what he almost cost this team huge in the playoffs, right? I don't think you can trust him. I don't think you can go to him. Uh, McKinnon isn't going to play now. It doesn't look like, right? Um, so that takes away a, a big receiving weapon. Again, Kelsey's still going to get his rice. I think we'll get some because he's very talented, but you can't trust it. He's a rookie. You, that's got to, that's got to be playing in the back of your mind, right? And and that's got to be there. I think you scheme up a veteran like this that has had big games in the past. He's a boom or bust player. You get one boom play. That's it. Could take one pass, boom. You know, 50, 60 yards later, and, and you're good with him. Um, so yeah, I love this uh, for MVS. The uh, it's the spicy play too. Two point five uh, multiplier, which is always really nice when you get that in these underdog lineups. And the numbers thirty nine point five for the rushing and receiving. Speaking of spicy plays, I've got a spicy one too. Speaking of dialing up veterans, how about Juice? Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, his receptions are set at one and a half. So he only needs to catch two passes in this. This is also a spicy play that gets you 2.25 on the multiplier. Look at for Kyle Juszczyk, this is not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. He only he got two passes last week, which was great, right? Against or not last week, but in the last game against the Lions, he caught two passes. Uh, but he's actually done this in three of his last four outings, right? Two against the Lions, three against the the Commanders. He did have only one catch against the the Ravens, but he did have two targets. Caught both of his targets against the Cardinals. Uh, he's gone two for three against the Jaguars. He caught all four of his targets against the Cowboys. It's a very, very sparse use in the passing game for use check. He's usually in there to block. He's usually in there to get a few carries here and there. But Kyle Shanahan needs to dig deep in his bag of tricks. This Kansas City Chiefs team is not going to be easy. This defense is so much more improved than the last time they faced him and, and even the last time they faced him in the Super Bowl. This is a much better Kansas City defense, and there's no way that they're just going to go in there and steamroll him. And as, but as good as Brock Purdy's been playing this year, he's definitely suspect, and he's definitely prone to have a few of those I don't want to say rookie mistakes because he's not a rookie, but uh, a few of those inexperienced mistakes. And the best way to, to com combat against that is to give him a couple of screen passes to use check, right? Or, or give him the opportunity to have use check as an outlet, right? Just to keep him up there around the line of scrimmage just in case uh, everything goes haywire and he needs to find some place to go with the ball and use check is right there. Do that a couple of times. You've already uh, you've already got this part of, of your underdog picks cooking. So it, it's not going to take much. That's why these low numbers 
Sometimes you have to look at where these low numbers lie, right? Like the Elijah Mitchell one we just found out that's now three and a half, right? This is one and a half. These ones, the the problem, and it's funny because the lower the number you figure, the, the higher the probability that it's going to happen. But the lower the number, in most cases, it means that they don't get a lot of play. But also, if you take a chance on them and, and it happens, then you're that much more better. So uh, I, I love that use check higher than one and a half receptions. It's a spicy play, which means there's only one way you can go on it. You can't pick lower. You got to pick higher. Right, Cape, in the chat. Hi, fellas. What's up? So, yeah, uh, I like use check. Yeah, I love the use check play. Of course, you know, he was in my, my DJ and parlay yesterday. David Reagan, top five in the Daytona 500. Kyle use check to get the first touchdown of the game. Hopefully, it'll be receiving to help you uh, hit this number. So, I do love that. Um Man, oh, just so big on use check. And to your point of, you know, finding these guys with the the lower numbers, like everybody's going to be looking at CMC. Everybody's going to be looking at Kelsey. Everybody. That's why Elijah Mitchell is sitting there at 3.5. That's why use check is sitting there at 1.5 catch because not as many people are paying attention to that. Not as many people are, are clicking on that. And they're not the bigger names, but still going to get their work. So those are veteran guys. Shanahan knows he can trust them. You know, if, if he get in a situation late where, the 49ers are down. They need to get some work underneath. You get some passes out to to use check there. Uh, I think that that's uh, I think that that's definitely a possibility. Speaking of Kyle use check, I also have a play on Kyle use check, um, and it's kind of go kind of in with yours. I like this one even more though, although yours has the multiplier, which is nice. But um, you can get as higher than for rushing and receiving yards at five point five criminally low rod look this one is you know if you can find any way you want to get into this right if the niners are up late they just need to pound the ball right down the middle hand it off to use check he's going to get you a couple yards right up the middle if they're down and they need to get some underneath plays like i just mentioned you throw it to a use check is going to get some usage in here you go back to the super bowl where they played against each other a couple of years ago 39 receiving yards and a touchdown from Kyle Juszczyk. And he set at 5.5 on underdog. He almost, you know, eight times this in the, the previous Super Bowl. So um, that's huge. He hit this number in six games this season. That's that's a pretty good size for just a fullback, right? I mean, he's, he's just a fullback, but he is more than that. He's a guy that they can trust, been on the team a long time. He's out there doing the dirty work. I mean, he's a great blocker. I love everything about check this weekend. Uh, and I'm getting in on him pretty much any way I can find. Um, so I love it. You know, two of the three playoff games they played last season, he hit this number. The one he didn't was, the you know, the NFC Championship game. Purdy gets hurt early. Everything's just a disaster, a shit show. Hard to count that. But the other two games, he did hit this. Uh, love check. I love your receptions one. Get the spicy. Maybe you can correlate this as well over the five, the higher than 5.5 rushing and receiving. And again, then it covers you both ways, whether he runs the ball, whether he catches the ball, he's going to get to 5.5 receptions uh, or 5.5 yards just in total. So love Kyle Juszczyk for that this weekend. As do I. Uh, all right, my last one, I'm going to go defensive. I, I would be remiss if I did not go defensive or kicker for that matter. And in fact, if you want to find some of my defensive and kicker uh, uh, picks, then you can go to my Twitter page where I've got the link in the bio. I've actually got some defense and, and kicker uh, coverage over on that. Thanks to Sports Review. So. I have a defensive article coming out as well for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That'll be out on Friday, I think. Beautiful. Whatever day the ninth is, it'll be out that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so mine is, is I'm going to focus on Dre Greenlaw. His tackle total, his total tackle total is set at eight. I'm going to take the higher then on that one. Um it, look, it hasn't happened in the last two playoff games. He only had seven and eight in the last two playoff games. Uh, but again, for Dre Greenlaw, this is the Super Bowl, right? I mean, he did he did it twice to close out the regular season uh, for what the games that he played. He got 10 tackles against the Commanders, 12 tackles against Baltimore. Pacheco's going to run this thing, right? They're actually more of a running team now than they are a, a complete passing team. Pacheco's given them the ability to run the ball. Plus, they love to run screens, death by screens, by Kansas City standards. So, Dre Greenlaw is going to be around the line of scrimmage a lot. That ball is going to be around the line of scrimmage a lot. Even if Patrick Mahomes decides to take off, that'll be it. If Travis Kelsey 
gets in the middle of the field, right? Greenlaw's probably going to be right there around that as well. So I think the path for Greenlaw to get to at least nine total tackles in this game is is there. I mean, I don't I see this defense getting a lot of work because again, this is a good Kansas City Chiefs team. This isn't a pushover. They're in the Super Bowl for a reason, right? It's not. I, I, I'm not going to say that the Niners are going to go in there and steamroll them. It's just this is this is going to be a true test, and I think. All of the stars, not just on the offense, but on the defense, are going to have to step up, obviously. Um, that's such a cliche thing. Everybody's going to have to step up. Well, they are. But there are certain players that step up more than others, and Dre Greenlaw is one of those. Kinlaw is one of those, right? Bosa and, and all those guys on the on the line. Uh, they're all ones that have to step up. Lenore, Ward, all the secondary is going to have to step up. So, um, yeah, I mean, for Greenlaw... Obviously, he he's the heart and soul of this this defense as well, this this linebacking core. And I think he's going to have to have a huge game if the Niners hope to stay close enough and, and eventually come away with the win on this. He's going to have to be a big part of that. So nine total tackles for Greenlaw. I will definitely take that. So give me higher than uh, the eight tackles and assists if you're looking for that. That's eight tackles and assists for Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, uh, I love it. You got no arguments from me on that one. Um, I was trying to. Well, well, while you look, let me let me bring this one up too. Where I keep saying okay. everyone likes Debo. I think Ayuk goes off. You know, right? I agree with you on that one because for Ayuk is is it's funny because Debo in everybody's mind's eye is the wide receiver one on this team, right? He's the flash. He's the big name. He's the guy that that got signed the big contract and 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 rightfully so. He's earned that right to be thought of as the number one receiver. But Ayuk just does, just does. He does it without a whole lot of, of uh, acclimation. He does it without a whole lot of, of uh, fanfare. He just does it. He goes out there and he gets to work. And so I think that's why Purdy and Ayuk have that, that when Purdy's in trouble, he's looking down the field for number 11, right? He's, he's trying to figure out where 11 is because more often than not, he's down the field and, and he's got to find himself a, a spot in the open uh, secondary. So yeah, I like that. And then also he says yeah, other just real quick oh, yeah. on the on the Ayuk thing too. I I think that's a great call, similar to MVS, right? Where the other guys are gonna Ayuk's gonna get some attention, but you have to have so much attention paid to Samuel, to Kittle, to CMC. Ayuk is going to get his. So I, I like that, right? Indeed. And uh Stephen Williams chiming in as well. Other other low numbers worth a look. Uh Noah Gray, <laughs> higher than one and a half receptions. Yes, yes please. That oh, dude catches passes some, in a weird way. Love some Noah Gray stuff. This he's definitely I haven't looked at I haven't looked into first touchdown numbers completely yet. Uh Noah Gray definitely on the short list because he's a guy I'm gonna be looking at for that. He just pops up out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, like no, nothing happens, nothing happens. And then, oh, there's a pass to Noah Gray. You're like, oh, he was on the field. I, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Steven also says, uh, check over a half reception and Gray 1.5 uh, put together plus 196. Oof, like it. I love it. Spicy. It's good. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Let's go over our underdog picks for you uh, for the Super Bowl. Cody started you out with Patrick Mahomes higher than 26 and a half rushing yards. I said Brock Purdy would have more than three rushing attempts, so take the higher on that. Cody said Travis Kelsey would have higher than 74 and a half receiving yards. I said Elijah Mitchell would have higher than now three and a half rushing yards. That's even better for us. Uh, Cody said MVS with that spicy two and a half multiplier will have higher than 39 and a half receiving and rushing yards. I said Kyle Juszczyk would have higher than one and a half receptions for my own spicy play. Cody said that Juice would go higher than five and a half rushing and receiving yards on at least those two receptions. And then I finished it out with Dre Greenlaw higher than eight total tackles. So, uh, that's that's our wrap up for the underdogs plays on Super Bowl, man. I, I just want this game to hurry up and get here. I'm tired of the buildup. I know I'm not I'm not even a fan of either team, and I'm like this week is just going by so slow because like you know the big game's coming. It's almost here. Speaking of uh, you know underdog as well too. I just got a notification. Of course, our phones are always listening to us. They know we're of talking course. about them. So, uh, but yeah, they've got James Harden over point five or higher than point five points special tonight. They do that all the time where they've got, you know, very, you know, almost free squares, right? He still has to score a point, so hopefully he doesn't get hurt in the first 30 seconds. But as soon as he scores a point, you hit it, kind of a free square. They run promotions like that all the time. Underdog really is great. I've already done uh, m multiple 
best ball drafts for 2024. I've got a slow one going on right now. I just picked recently. So, uh, oh man. And then that's, that's the football side of things. All the NASCAR, all the F1, it's all in there. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, yes, as Ryan says, once the game to be over, because that means NASCAR season is officially here. I agree with that. Next week, also probably going to be a slow week because uh, looking forward to Daytona, but we do have two races leading up to it, plus the ARCA. The ARCA race, which, boy, the day we can add our, an ARCA episode to this when we get odds you know, readily available. 50 cars entered for the 40-car field in the ARCA race. That is going to be exciting to to watch how that plays out. And uh, maybe in the near future, we can get the, the major books to, to add ARCA odds and uh, cover that as well. Hey, and if you also need to scratch a, an itch to, in a couple of weeks, Formula E will be taking the track again. That's, that's like, they're actually, they've got a long way to go, but we're going to throw some Formula E into the Formula One episodes and some indie yep. into that as well. So um, expanded coverage there as well. Just so much, so much going on. So much. It's beautiful. I yeah. love it. Best time of year. It's great. Let's go. Uh, let's go hit some underdog plays this week. Let's go hit some underdog plays this week. All right. Well, let's send everybody off to start filling out their underdog uh, picks sheets, and uh, we'll we'll be back tomorrow with some more content for you as well. Probably big game related to. I mean, it's the only thing going on this week, so uh, we'll have some fun with it. But it's, uh, maybe some championship picks. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll fun, have some fun, fun Friday. Get your questions cooked up for us. Indeed. Uh, Fun Friday on a Thursday. Or eh, whatever. Eh. It's a, it, we'll, we'll just give everybody Friday off to get ready there for the go. Super Bowl. How's that? Works? <laughs> Tell your bosses we said you could have the day off. It's, you know what's great is that I actually get to, I'm not hosting this year, so I get to enjoy and, and pay attention to the game and, and not worry about uh, a lot of stuff. So I'm good to go there. There you go. Nice. Beautiful. Um, all right, Cody. Well, as we head out the door, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on the X at House underscore Zeb. Find all my work over there. Make sure you head over to NASCAR Gambling at NASCAR Gambling on the X. I've uh, got the link in there for the Daytona 500 contest. That's in the pinned tweets. Hit subscribe on on the YouTube channel. Get uh, you know we had Steven and Ryan and, and Nick, all these people in the chat while we were live here. So uh, yeah, make sure you're doing that. Click the bell so you know when we go live. Yes, sir. And of course, uh, just follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on. Like I said, I got some stuff for the Super Bowl up there as well. Some WrestleMania stuff. Uh, keep on that AFL podcast going on. It's you want to keep up with my crazy life. Twitter's the best place to do it at RJ Gomez. Uh, so we will see you tomorrow with our uh, show again. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>